All right, welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Drunken Jurors. I'm Jeff. I'm Nick. I forgot my name. Yeah, well, you're also used to Adam going second. And Adam's is here again, so. Thanks. Is there something Capitalism? Okay. It's <laughs> wondering where that was fucking going. And socialism? I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you can put this hand in hand to blame. I'm kind of just thanking all. Thank you. Merchant capitalism with a sprinkling of monarchy. Thank you, monarchy. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to stop. I don't know where I'm going. I don't. None of these. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Yep. <laughs> what a bit of advice. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I guess I could let him that. I'm I'm drinking. I lost my beer. I found my beer. I'm <laughs> I'm drinking Kona Tall Boys because there is a god and he likes pineapple and beer. It's it is good. I have one. I have some in the fridge. I didn't have them before we started recording, so I just grabbed cold beer. Um, also, watch out where you're keeping that beer. That's a dangerous fucking spot. Fun little story here. The other day while I was at work, I always have my. For those of you listening, a beer can't at work? See. no, <laughs> I wish. No, so like my my energy drink, I always put like right mm-hmm. in like the center of my desk, while, and like I have one arm on one side with the mouse, my other one yeah. on like my keyboard, so it's just like there in the middle, and then I'll grab it and take a drink and put it right back. Um, the other day at work, for some reason, I had a full on fucking like spaz attack apparently because I like stopped and like went to lean back and as I was leaning back I looked at my <laughs> I looked at the energy drink and for no reason whatsoever I just backhanded the motherfucker and just sprayed I, so, it all over my desk. So I've done that before. <laughs> I've almost done that before many times. Because like my mic sits directly in front of my nose and I'm a toddler who lacks object permanence. <laughs> so like my my beer is in front of me is like blocked by my camera so that means my hands go everywhere i go to type something and just my beer because again what is object permanence i am a toddler and or small dog (laughs) yeah no that was a horrible day because i wasted like over half my energy drink because i just (laughs) backhanded it for no reason at 7 30 in the morning i'm stupid because i keep putting it in the same place i'm gonna stop that because i it's gonna happen to me (laughs) There we go. All right. It is now over there. So that way, when I get frustrated, I get so. Yeah. For those of you who listened to our last Drinkinger, you know that we were setting up to get ready to talk about the Black Hand. Nick, would you like to do a little recap of what we talked about in episode one? The well, mostly uh, there was a long part. First off, you should go talk about. You should. First thing we start about. (laughs) I'm I'm drunk already. Apparently. First things first, you should go listen to episode one, unless you like listening to things out of order, in which case I highly recommend Star Wars. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we basically talked about how, like, the Black Hand, uh, I mean, mostly how the Italians stuck at having a country. Yeah, couldn't be a country and then started, like, the immigration of them over to the yeah. u.s and how they started but, what was what were they into they're like into like extortion the, kidnapping no no no. i meant like the actual like legal thing it was like fruit. oh fruit import yep yeah. because it was the society of the banana yes yes and then uh there was a good solid 
10 minutes where Nick and I made fun of the U- United States Postal Service, whatever Caroline, it was back the then. shipment of children. You could just ship children. Yeah. And uh, it's still fun- funny as fuck to me. That's a, fun just fact, a mailman walking now, around with a child. You don't do the same thing, but now on Wayfair. I'm kidding. That is a conspiracy theory that people believe. I'm Apparently Wayfair ships children. Oh, you think Wayfair <laughs> ships children? I'd, I'll go on that stance, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a strong stance to take. <laughs> I don't um, know a lot about it other than the fact that it's conspiracy, but I'll take so, that one. So so over the past uh, couple months, I've started listening to Behind the Bastards again. Like, a- occasional episodes because it's still just Robert Evans being Robert Evans. Um, but, like, he he basically made half of his entire audience think that uh, Blue Island or Blue Apron, the Blue food Island. company, Blue Apron, has an island in the Pacific where they hunt children for sport. <laughs> and people started asking him, like, Hey, like, what do you know about this? Does like, is this people just ignoring? <laughs> He's like, now, I need to be very clear. Blue Apron does not have an island where they <laughs> hunt children for sport. <laughs> uh, you can't make a joke like a, a long-winded joke anymore without people actually believing it. <laughs> so sad. Well, here's the here's the thing though, because they'd always bleep out Blue Apron, except for like one episode where they missed it, <laughs> and fucking everyone then was just like, Robert is. Like, do we need to, like, get a bunch of people on this <laughs> island to rescue children? Do we need to raid Blue Apron? <laughs> he's like, no, that was a joke. Jesus. Um, yeah. All right. So, yeah, the Black Hand, um, what would you say their reign of terror was? Like, what time? Like, what year to year? 17. No, not 17. Actually, in America. Well, yeah, in, in America. Like 1890s. I know. I'd say like 1860s to like. I'd say probably 1915. I'd say 1915, 1920. I would say like eventually they dropped off, and then the actual mafia took over, and that was during Prohibition. I would like to think that the difference between the actual mafia and the Black Hand is that the Black Hand wasn't there to try to protect business owners from other mafias. They were there to try to take money from you and then kill you. (laughs) <laughs> that is essentially what it was, yeah. Because, because because the black hand would be like, "Hey, we can offer you protection from the mob." You're the mob, sir. <laughs> you you're it. You're the only game in town. All right. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Let's let's um, let's get into it. Um, black hand, and then uh, for a little quick reminder, um, when it comes to like the police agencies that investigated this type of thing. Um, you really only had the United States Postal Service at that time doing these types of crimes. Um, you would U.S. Marshals was they were busy doing other shit. Um, primarily a much grander scale things than extortion, and then the Treasury Department was just trying to make sure people didn't have a good time and drink beer. <laughs> Fuck you, Treasury Department. Mainly because you're now the IRS. Yeah, I was going to say fucking IRS motherfuckers. When they become useless, so they become even more useless. You're not Elliot Ness, IRS. Go home. (laughs) That's going to put us on the list. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, the Black Hand something that hit every major city in the U.S. at the time. Like, it was New York... Fucking West Virginia. Yeah. Wild. Pennsylvania is where the headquarters was Mm -hmm. or whatever it was. 
Yeah, you got New York, you got Philadelphia, fucking Chicago had a big problem with it. So did New Orleans, apparently. New Orleans was huge with the Italian mob back then. Like World with, not, not, really, not really not really the mob, but yeah, like that's where they would import fruit and that's how they would launder their money. Um, yeah, you think of New Orleans, you have access straight to the Mississippi to ship up that way. It's one of the largest ports, yeah. Yeah, and then you have all the railroads. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's it's the perfect place to import and do that type of thing. Nick, I like to think that if we were alive back in the 1800s, we would have worked on the railroads. Um, I I would probably be uh fighting as a lowly infantryman in someone else's european war <laughs> you know that's true i wasn't my family yeah. didn't my family wasn't over here yet <laughs> i i would i would probably be dying of scurvy um as i would not know what a lime was because what is a lime when you're 16 and in the army <laughs> all right nick which one of these where, where do we want to start here what, well, what are we I'm going to start off with the one I remember from a book I read a couple months ago. I, I remember none of these people's names. Um, but basically, there was a... I think he was like a New York cop who went undercover in a New Orleans prison. Oh? To like, yeah, he went undercover in a New Orleans prison and basically just worked a bunch of the Black Hand cops or Black Hand uh, prisoners. And eventually got one of them to flip because, like, the others just bullied him. And, like, this guy, before he went in, he was, like, um, he went in and had a meeting, a secret meeting with uh, the New York Police Commissioner, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, the New Orleans Commissioner, I don't know who that was, and, like, the head of the Secret Service. (laughs) And... Yeah, you know, like all, and then like a like two other cops, and Didn't no they one else send threats to like the chiefs of police too. And oh, one hundred percent. They just bombed them. They wouldn't even threaten them. They just killed them. Here, not when we when you hey, we're we're gonna plug the movie podcast when we do next. Like at some point when we do a movie podcast, at some point we're gonna do the you Untouchables. Hate to see it goes to the movies. You wait to see it goes to the movies. We're gonna do Untouchables because that is a better mob movie than Goodfellas. I said it here. I don't. I haven't seen it either of them. So the hints well, the point. Of, well, if you guys were wondering, that's the whole point of this fucking movie podcast because I don't watch anything. Well, we're gonna go on a mob movie <laughs> stint. We got Goodfellas. I how about seen that one. how about how about you actually participate in one of those episodes I first will. before I, you I, start? <laughs> I'd participate in the Untouchables mainly because of this Sean Connery and and uh kevin costner another fun fact for everyone we've done almost a year's worth of these now and nick has not been on a single one of them i have not <laughs> also I heads up not. everyone uh, i'm not adam I, I know zoom says that but adam's the one that pays for our zoom so adam adam is much less hairy true yeah mm. and more windigo looking and yeah get that no, I think he's Wendigo. He's tall and lanky. He, he he like looks exactly like the Wendigo from Until Dawn. Tell me he doesn't. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's a <laughs> that fair body thing. structure is like exactly is the, the same. Um, is an affront to God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Back to uh, what so, you were saying. Sorry. Yeah. So so undercover cop in New Orleans. Um, he was undercover for like, God, like six months. Like he lost, like. I think he lost like 30 pounds in six months 
Um, and like they wanted to pull him out <laughs> two months earlier. I would also like to point out this dude got engaged like or got married like a week before he went undercover. Oof. Yeah. That is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. So he he did that. Um, unfortunately, I can remember the names because I'm not going to listen to the entire 20 hour audiobook again. Um, uh, really cool story. Um, I and here, like, here's the thing about that kind of undercover work is that none of the like the warden of the prison doesn't even know that you're a cop. <laughs> so like, you're just getting your ass beat by by guards. Um. So that's how that kind of undercover work work goes. Like they they would exchange messages with him on like scraps of paper with his lawyer. Um. So yeah. Um. So the black hand, like specifically known for its extortion, and how they would do this is they would honestly, if you were just an Italian immigrant, you were exclusively targeted Italian immigrants. Yeah, you you were on a you I don't know you were a target. Like you didn't have to have anything other than that. Well, if you look at, like, that era of policing, it's all, like, most metropolitan police departments are made from Irish immigrants. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, the Black Hand isn't going to target the Irish. They're not going to target the Germans because the Germans, I don't think the Germans had really immigrated. No, the the Germans were further west. Yeah. Germans were, like, in Michigan and Minnesota. Um. Uh, there really aren't French immigrants. I guess fucking Louisiana. No, French went to Canada. Um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't target uh African Americans because African Americans uh really didn't have that many small businesses at that point uh because of slavery. Yeah, and that had just been taken away. And Jim Crow is still a very strong thing. <laughs> oh God. Um, isn't there like? Still, there's still places to this day that have sundown laws or whatever it is, sundown laws. or black. Uh, can, uh, basically, like, if you're African American, you cannot be seen on the streets like after I the sun goes in. So there's sundown laws. I don't know if it's like sundown or I thought it was sundown law. Sundown, sun, no, sundown town. That's not it. Uh, town. Sundown law. It might be a sundown town. Sundown town. Sunset towns, gray towns are all white municipalities or neighborhoods in the United States that practice the racial segregation by excluding non whites via combination of discriminatory. Have to leave town by sundown. Yeah. In the 21st century. Uh, I swear there's like one in California. There's never a sundown town, but it. Black population dwindled. To only 15 while by 1960 second generation unknown city okay response to an increase in violent crime and 6 p.m cure for, for youths at millennium park all right yeah go with that one um <clears throat> uh 2018 four out of six ferguson city council yeah maybe i was wrong i tried i i mean Stop and frisk is called like a racist thing. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, even though, st- granted, I have my own personal constitutional 
problems with stop and frisk. So uh, that you don't get a free handy with it? No, it's because it's a blatant violation of the Fourth Amendment. So it's nothing to do with the lack of jerking off that happens to you? No, I can ask for that anywhere. <laughs> can <I> ask? <laughs> we can ask, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Where were we before Suntown? Sun downtowns. Suntown. That's a hell of a name. Uh, that's a good question. Honestly, I I will say this. I wish Sundown Town had a better history to it because, goddamn, that is a solid name. <laughs> uh, that could that could be like a solid dive bar. Yeah, Sundown Town. That yeah, would be a something solid, like that, or like that would be a really, a really cool solid touristy thing for like yeah. a smaller town, like after like everyone's closed by like the time besides the bars like by the time like nighttime happens mm-hmm. and it's god. just like partying in the streets god. so new orleans basically is what yeah I'm god damn it racist why do you have to ruin a cool name god damn racist god damn racist i'm not, I'm not making that joke i'm about to go too far so uh, the Black Hand, as we mentioned earlier, they had, I don't remember the exact town in Philadelphia, but they, in Hillsville, it looks like? Hillsdale? Hills, Hillsdale? I think it's Hillsville. Hillsdale? In Hillsville. Lawrence County. Um, they they made that, like, their headquarters, and they would just train I it was Newcastle. people. Oh, no, it's, it's Hillsville. It's Hillsville. They, they would train people. Uh, in, in the article I read, they trained people in, quote-unquote, what, uh, what I read was, fisticuffs in the stiletto because they were like uh what were the gentlemanly fuck's well yeah, yeah it was, it was something like, like that yeah art artisanal it was like an artisanal Eth- ethical fighting which ethical included fighting. fisticuffs and stiletto training you know i'd watch i'd watch a stiletto mma fight i'd watch that <laughs> oh sounds dangerous um i would Shout out to our source, uh, mostly for this episode, crimecapsule.com. Way to save our asses. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, props. they they would train them in that, and then fucking... This wasn't, like, the only one. They had, like, assassination schools mm-hmm. throughout America. Mm-hmm. One in Youngstown, Ohio, and... um, Something... I read this in a book. I don't know how true it is, but, like, Apparently, the mob in the 60s, um, 50s and 60s, would send their kids into the army and have them, like, become spec ops. So, like, rangers and seals and everything. And then come back and fucking train more, like, go back to Italy and train mobsters after receiving, like, special forces training in the army. That is fucking devotion. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, Like, holy shit. All right. I mean, Jesus it's, it's, Christ! I mean, hell, learn from the best, right? I don't know how true that was, but it's it, if that it like that's something. So yeah, they would get trained here, and then uh, the the rest of the Italian immigrants would just get fucked. Mm-hmm. You, they would just slide a note under your door with a, like a little black handprint or like any symbol of you probably mm-hmm. getting stabbed to death. And it would mm-hmm. be like, give us like a thousand dollars by this day, or like, and then you'll get fucked you'll... up, and then you'd get so... stabbed, you'd get bombed, you'd. <laughs> so today you'd ask the question if someone slides a note under your door, asking you for money, why wouldn't you go to the cops? Well, as we went over last episode, um, the Italian immigrants were coming from a very 
newly formed government in the kingdom of Italy. And that government was incredibly top-down heavy. And if you went to the local, whatever resembled law enforcement, probably the fucking city guard, um, for help after being extorted, uh, they'd essentially just beat the shit out of you, take your money, and then you'd have stuff to pay the extortionists. Um, so they were very not trusting of um, law enforcement in the U.S. That and at this point, I'm pretty sure at this point, like, the Irish were just now not being viewed as, like, second class or, like, we're, we're, they were being upgraded from, like, third class citizens to, like, second class citizens. And now it was the Italian turns. And also, the, so another huge thing about this is that Italy is a predominantly Catholic country. Um, and post Civil War, you have the uh, creation of the Ku Klux Klan by uh, former uh, Confederates. Um, Forrest, what I don't remember his last name, but for Forrest, also the namesake Man, of Forrest they, Gump. If they look at my goddamn search history for like the last thirty minutes. It's gonna look so <laughs> racist. <laughs> um, but uh, Nathan Bedford Forrest. Thank you, namesake of Forrest Gump. Um, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Forrest Gump was named after Nathan Bedford Forrest. Why? Because he. I don't. I don't know. I've watched the movie. You haven't watched the movie. I've never seen Forrest Gump. I. I. I've seen it a couple times and I don't remember it being anything about being in the KKK where, or where, where was he where was he born? Somewhere in Alabama, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, but the KKK was founded by Nathan Bedford Forrest, former Confederate. That's a fucking hold General. on. That's a strong stretch what? of why it's named after what? this dude. <laughs> it's a real I, stretch. I'm I am Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump named after Forrest Gump. Wow. What was who was Forrest Gump named after? His name he was named after Nathan Bedford Forrest. And if you listen carefully to the movie, you'll hear him say, My name's Forrest, Forrest Gump, you know, like Nathan Bedford Forrest. Apparently his mother named Forrest after their ancestor. Nathan Bedford Forrest. Yep. Uh, she intended his name to be a reminder that sometimes we all do things that, well, just don't make no sense. Like create the claim. <laughs> huh. All right. Whatever. <laughs> that's I'll, a that's a side tangent. Oh yeah. Tangent. I'll have, yeah. I'll have a mental breakdown about that later. <laughs> as as you never seen the movie, but I know that. Um. Anyway, huh. uh, I don't I t- like that. Italian immigrants um, were coming over after the Civil War, who were predominantly Catholic, and the KKK uh, was not only after Black people, but uh, Catholics, because they considered them non-WASP. Well, granted, they're not WASP, because WASPs are white, Anglo, Saxon, Protestant. Protestant yeah. yeah. So, and uh, fun fact, uh, Catholics are not Protestant. Um, it's kind of, Protestants are pretty much everything but Catholic. Um, 
but they would target Italian immigrants. They would target Irish. They sometimes target Irish immigrants, but mostly um, Italians because Italians are always going to be Catholic. Like that's you don't really have Protestants in Italy. Um, but uh, f- another fun fact, uh, Jeff, have you ever heard of the uh, Knights of Columbus? Yes. Um, so they are a Catholic fraternal order that were founded in the United States post Civil War to combat the KKK. Um, they were founded and helped arm and defend uh blacks and Italians in the South, um, when they try and be raided by and intimidated by the Klan. So yeah, this is actually something I knew. Yeah. yeah. So, um, now you can just kind of walk into church and join them, which I don't like. Oh um, man, wait. So free crusader training? No, like you might no. have signed. You might have Fun now. Are we bringing the crusades back, brother? That I like. Unfortunately, Jeff, the Knights Templar has been disbanded. However, the Knights Hospital Hospital Hospitaller. There we go. The Knights Hospitaller. <laughs> Knights of Saint John. <laughs> Knights of Saint John is still a thing. We can still be knights, Jeff. Yay! For the or crusades. We, can to, we have to talk to the Pope. For that we need a good holy war. <laughs> we 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 got we got we got to talk to the Pope for for that kind of approval. Damn, um, he seems yeah. pretty chill. I don't know if you knew this about this Pope Jeff, but he is incredibly not war. <laughs> He's actually told American Catholics to give up your guns. Oh no! Yeah, for yeah. a sword. <laughs> No, for a claymore. <laughs> Which kind? Yes, <laughs> the sword, but the claymore at the very end of it, <laughs> just this taped is... down over there. So yeah, um, Italian immigrants came over, targeted by the clan, targeted by racism, targeted by all of that fun stuff by, by the Irish, um, and uh. <laughs> That's that's predominantly why like you don't have them going to the cops. Um yeah. Uh, I, Shall I we get into a couple of the uh the crimes fun, some the of the stories? The crims? Yes. Yes. Onward and Before Western. we wrap oh. this this horrible us giving you the precursor of mobs. Yeah, the precursor I of promise, mobs. I promise next year when we finally have everything set back up and scheduled, we will get better at this. Maybe again. Yeah, again we, we, we had we, like a good like year long span where like every episode was fucking like decently done to well done, and now mm. it's just like fuck. It's Tuesday. We gotta record. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but Nick, have you listened to a thirty hour audio book since last week? What? <laughs> yeah, we're really getting uh getting railed for timing. Oh, I guess we can talk a little bit about uh the man who kind of nipped it in the butt in Inspector Oldfield. Yeah. Uh well he was a man who got kind of he 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 did he wasn't he like only became a detective like because otherwise he wouldn't have made it past like the height requirement but like Roosevelt had just like that was a different waved detective. it. Oh, okay. No that was a de- detective detective old that is um I know who you're talking about that is uh, uh the man who 
That is Giuseppe Petrosino. Uh, yep, yep. Inspector. He he was a detective. Inspector Oldfield is a United States Postal Inspector from I think Pennsylvania. Um, and he was just one of those guys who like he essentially ran the Republican Party in Pennsylvania while also bringing down the Black Hand. Um, he he. And so last last week we talked about um the murder of uh Belafonte by his nephew uh getting shot in the head in his fruit shop in in uh, Ohio um and as one ins- does yes um inspector Oldfield was the one who tied that to the postal service or once that got tied to the postal service he took over in the investigation and then he's the one who kind of led everything to like uncovering this massive web of the black hand and eventually taking them down in uh, Hillsville um, and other places. And like this entire time, he's like going back and forth from Ohio to <clears> Hilt <throat> to Pennsylvania and like setting up elections and shit um, with his brother. Um, he, Basically, I don't think it was Belafonte, but um, another Italian went to him in his office and was like, here's here's everything. He got tired of it, and he, here's everything. And he's like, well, okay then. And <laughs> goes on to fucking start breaking down the mob, essentially, or the black hand. Um, the black hand, just to make room for the mobs. <laughs> yeah, just, just to make room for Capone. Um, <clears throat> what like, a guy. Well, I mean, Capone probably got his start in the Black Hand in Chicago. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, we should. Why, why have we not talked about Al Capone? I don't know. I we actually talk... know a decent amount because yeah, like should, one of his should... hideouts was in the Quad Cities, like yeah, kind of close should, to where I lived. We should talk about Al Capone. Um, we'll do that another time. That's not going to be a JDO because there's nothing good about Al Capone. We know that. Um. Let me throw it in here. Um, but he 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 brought that down. Um, so yeah, that that's that's Oldfield. Um, the book I listened to is essentially all about Oldfield. Um, he he took them down and like all of the evidence, all of the guns and weapons and shit, he buried in his attic. For like the next sixty years until his kid fought, until he like died and his kid took it. Um, and then his kid wrote the book. Um, so yeah, but yeah. Uh, who Jeff was talking about was uh, uh, Giuseppe Petrosino, Petrosino, Petrosino. I cannot speak Italian, so I don't know. Um, but he was born in Padua. I don't know where that is. I'm gonna, <laughs> you, you, you speak. I'm going to look up where the fuck Padua is. Padua. What? I can look up where Padua is. I got it. Born it's in done. Padua. It's not it's that It's northern hard. Italy. Okay, perfect. Look, North... I just said I could do it. No, northern Italy near Venice. See Venice? Why was the word northern so hard? Because <laughs> I didn't know where it was. The word northern was difficult, though. Yes. yes. <laughs> I don't uh, like you. Me, me neither. 
Um, Bring back Adam. This but, sucks. <laughs> yeah, but he 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 moved to uh, the U.S. after Italian uh, unification. Um, the article says reunification, but no, it was unification. <laughs> Honestly, or not. this isn't their second time. <laughs> Honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. I think even today you could call it Italian unification. <laughs> I I think up until five minutes ago you could still call it Italian unification. Um, fun fact: the North doesn't like anyone else. <laughs> Uh, but uh, he was one of the uh main detectives that just kind of broke open the everything. They used one to push it for like all the other major cities to start looking into he, it. He like got Italy and the U.S. to like start trying to like he got the Italian government, which as we've established. Is like a newborn toddler trying to walk, <laughs> um, to actually start trying to do things about, um, the black hand, um, which is, I mean, it was hard enough to get the U.S. to try and do anything, um, and granted, the only ones who could really do anything are the individual departments in the cities, and like the postal inspector, which was Ophiel, um. And yeah, he he was only five foot three inches, and then Roosevelt waved it for him. What a good um, guy! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roosevelt's um, <laughs> that's a different topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's um, get into a couple of these fucking the murder cases and stuff before right. we wrap this up. All right, which one? Which one would you like to start with? I have one from 1915 that is arguably even possibly not the Black Hand. <laughs> Yo, know, well, we'll just start with mine. Is it? Is it? Is it the Serbian Black Hand? No, no. This happens. Did, they, did someone get confused? Uh, so this happens out in New Orleans. So there is in 1915 there was a New Orleans grocer who had gone to the police for for help because uh he was being threatened to killed be killed. Well, uh, as, uh, as the happen. black as the black hand will do, <laughs> yeah, as is their entire business model. So, and this went on for several months. Uh, the guy's name was uh, Philip Puma. Uh, he lived and operated a grocery store, and he had been receiving letters signed by the black hand. Uh, they were marked with a, two hearts with daggers going through them. I'll be honest with you. That is every single MO of every single black hand murder is exactly. a grocery store owner receiving a letter. <laughs> uh the last threat was received on a fe- on February 16th, which was Mardi Gras, as all of those of you know, I guess. I don't know anything about I'd Mardi like, Gras. I'd, I'd like well so Mardi Gras changes every year because it is the day before Ash Wednesday, which also changes every year. It is the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday. Well, which is 40 days, not counting weekends, or not counting Sundays before Easter. All right. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, sorry, my Catholic is showing. I'll put that away. Uh, The letter was written in Italian and was signed Black Hand Means Death and bore a drawing of two hearts being pierced with several daggers. Uh, He reported this to the police. They advised him to report any attempt by them to actually try to collect the money. But that's not how it all went down. So what happened on February 18th, 1915, 
Um, Puma was driving his his wagon because <laughs> gotta remember this is the early 1900s, guys. <laughs> yeah, he was driving his wagon home around noon when its a... horsepower was two. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, when a longtime friend, Antonio Tarasi, T E R R A S E, or Torso Torasi, I think that's an Italian. I think that's like an. We're just gonna call him Antonio. Antonio. Tony, uh, Tony. There we go. Uh, Tony, Tony waves him down. Uh, which is in an area that is now known as the Central Business District, which is where the super. And you said stands. this is this is like his his a lo- long time friend. And uh, can I take a guess at what happens? Uh, sure. Uh, he succinctly attempts to remove his liver with a sharp blade. Uh, so. Tony hops in and asks him for fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so they drive to Philip's house, where they share a bottle of wine. Oh. And oh, nice. Tony asks him again for the money. Uh, Philip writes a check, puts it in a wallet, and hands it over. With this, Tony turns to leave, but before he could reach the door, Philip grabbed a shotgun and shot him in the back twice. <laughs> Uh, Tony was injured, but wasn't what? mortally injured. <laughs> what? Hold on. He, Wait, what? He uh, um he saw Philip's wife in the room, so he ran towards her and wrapped his arms around her to try to use her as like a hostage. This didn't work as Philip then just beat him to death with the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Was he using birdshot? Like, how did he... I don't oh. know, man. It's a, like okay, modern firearms much more reliable. So, it's so, still a shotgun. So at the hospital, the wallet containing the check came out of Tony's pocket and was retrieved by the doctors who were trying to save his life. Uh, they found out that Philp's wife was uh was then accused of writing the extortion letters and was arrested. <laughs> Uh, then the detectives determined that her handwriting did not match the black hand threats, <laughs> and that she was that's really. I I'm so the, the, huh? I so the uh, the the thing that really uh, made the investigation even worse that's gonna hurt your head here. Philip couldn't read or write. <laughs> the more I greed into mine again, maybe this wasn't a black. Story. All right, so all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna need to like. But the thing that this. happens after this is some people from New York come down to try to like check out Tony's body, and that's where they they start to think, oh, maybe this was the Black Hand. Uh, and then later, there was some New Yorkers found outside of Philip's house, and when a question, they were like, "Yeah, we've been staking this place out for three days now." So. <laughs> <laughs> Were they cops? No. Oh, just dudes? Yeah, just dudes from New York. Just, you know, what else do you do when you were going to New That's the end Orleans? of my story, by the way. There's like no, no resolving there or I, anything. Uh, uh, honestly, what else would you do when you go to New Orleans and sit, out around, sit outside of a random dude's house who is tangentially related to a buddy of yours who was murdered? <laughs> by you. <laughs> yeah, by, by the man you're now sitting out. <laughs> he, wait, why did they accuse his wife? 
I don't know. How would they make that Maybe jump? Maybe just because she's a woman. I don't know. How would they make that jump? That, okay, yeah, but that should mean... Yeah, but by, like, that logic, they should think she's a desperate damsel who, like, will blow over in the wind. I don't, I don't get what's happening here, man. Nothing makes sense. Uh... Your turn. <laughs> That's why black hand not possibly the black hand story. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, every our listeners. I came so prepared for this. <laughs> you can't oh. tell by my story. Well, um, my my story uh happened in May 29th, 1922. I thought you were about to say in May of 2019. I was like, Nick, I think they, I think you're a little off. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, I don't think that was the black hand. I think that was just an Italian killing someone. That's just Mystic 48. We thought, we thought my story was bad, and then Nick comes in with, so I found this one from 2019. <laughs> like, oh, maybe maybe neither of us got the memo. Um, But in, in 1922, uh, in the just beginnings of the great depression i don't uh, the great depression started in no the great depression was the 30s never mind. yeah i was gonna say in the middle of the roaring 20s um <clears throat> gabrielle fiore uh a 27 year old mill worker uh <laughs> <gonna> say milf. <laughs> gabrielle fiore a uh 27 uh, year old milf <laughs> I think I think twenty seven's like the bottom range in which someone is allowed to be a MILF. I don't know, man. There's nineteen year olds with kids, technically a MILF. <laughs> well, if you would like to fuck them up, of course. I guess it's personal preference. I, if you're wondering, I, I, mine is not that young. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking. Continue on. I, I think it's best. Nick, we... save me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, this milf was from Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and was murdered in Pen- Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, he was attempting to move back to Italy. Uh, after immigrating from there, uh, he went to the bank, withdrew some money, and was about to catch a boat, and never caught the boat. Um, he was cornered in an alley and murdered by three men. Uh, we As know one it was, does. Well, we we know it was three men because there was a witness. Uh, the witness's name was Minnie Mouse. Yes. Yeah. Jesus or, Christ! Get or, your shit together. Arminia, Arminia, Mini, or or Orsino, Orsino. <laughs> so unprofessional. <laughs> I keep wanting to call her Mibi. Just call her Minnie, man. It literally Minnie, says Minnie, it. Mini Orsino. I keep talking. Like, I'm I, grabbing I, another beer. Mini Orsino. Keep going. Hello. Oh shit. <laughs> Dad's yelling at me. Um, so kids, this is where I ask you if you would like a podcast. Jeff's not gonna edit this, so I don't know why I'm doing this. But maybe you will, who knows? Uh Patreon listeners, if you do listen to this, uh, how do you feel about a podcast on 
really severe old time freak natural disasters because that's what i've been looking up at work and it's really cool like like there's like sunspots and shit and like there's a fucking tsunami that like started in oregon and hit japan it's wild anyway um minnie uh had heard voices outside her house uh and she went to the window uh what she saw was a commotion and men being murdered um or a, a man being murdered uh and she recognized all of them uh so uh she also saw uh five men in another in the alley and one of them climbing into a house and then she heard a gunshot um so she then testified to the cops and uh, the men were being prosecuted. Um, the judge was kind enough to put her under witness protection and not let uh, the public see the hearing. Uh, and then after the sentences were given down, uh, the black hand proceeded to break into her house and try and kill her if she didn't stay quiet. As but, one does uh, to the eyewitness of an ongoing trial. <laughs> but she ran a boarding house and the boarders saved her. Um, then she was walking home one night after the, after the trial and uh, a bunch of men ran up to her uh, and threatened her to recant the testimony. So the. Um, uh, the black hand, the black hand guys couldn't be uh, put on death row. And they told her, uh, recant your testimony and also we'll protect you from the black hand. <laughs> the black hand will protect you from the black hand. <laughs> so, yeah. God, I hope so. <laughs> if you pay us, of course, and recant your testimony. Um, fortunately, the cops were around the corner and came and found her and saved her. Um, then, uh, about four years later, uh, Minnie's husband, Otavo, uh, was eating dinner. Um, and uh, he just kind of fell over and died. As one uh, does during dinner. Just man stuff. Well, they seasoned the chicken with arsenic, so. That does have a tendency to... Should, is that something I should get rid- out of my spice cabinet? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would... Because I think you can, like, bleed through plastic. No. So my other spices are fucked, too. Except for the Cuban. The Cuban's always safe. I don't think that's how that works. It's always safe. You can't hurt Cuban or garlic. (laughs) All right, anything else on this? Because I'm going to wrap this horrible fucking shtick up. I have absolutely nothing. May God have mercy mercy on our souls. All right, everyone, that was our really, really bad run-through of uh, the Black Hand Society. And if you uh, really, really like bad run-throughs, you should also check out Hinterkaifeck. Honestly, Hinterkaifeck was, I think, one of our best Slightly put, to- put together a little it, bit. It was put this. together well. It just, we argued on everything. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get better. We'll, I've been really busy, and Adam's not here. We haven't had a good time trying to figure out topics. We've just been trying to fucking squeeze by. But we're getting back on track. We'll figure it out one day. Hopefully by the new year. Want to get the 
the Donner party in there, starting off the new year. Or I don't know, something big to start off the new year. But do it well. Really get everyone all fucking get their jimmies all knotted up and wet and stopping. Why? <laughs> Why are we wetting? <laughs> what? What's happening here? I don't know, man. I'm just trying to get everyone hyped up. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> You're getting me horny, and it's not helpful, sir. <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you go down into the description of this episode, you can find our link tree. You go there. Uh, you can find the links to all of our socials. The first link is to our Patreon. If you go there at the $1 tier, you get access to our Discord where you might possibly, maybe one day, possibly talk to us. Also at the $1 tier, you get access to the past year's li- uh, Taskmaster specials and also the monthly podcast Adam and I do called You Hate to See It Goes to the Movies, where Adam uses his film degree to explain really popular interesting movies to me who AK doesn't watch fucking movies ever and uh, they're like really big popular ones they're ones that he thinks are just important to cinema or they're just really fucking bad and he wants to torture me and at, on that list of things that he made me watch to torture me I put Matrix so everyone that likes that movie go fuck yourself uh, <laughs> $3 tier you get access to all the unedited video versions of our podcast this one won't be any different because I'm not editing this shit. <laughs> oh, it's just gonna have the intro and outro thrown on. Poggers. Then remember, kids, you and I can keep the conversation we had without Jeff to ourselves. Oh no! God damn it! That's just us. <laughs> well, it's going out to the world, so <laughs> I hope you're ready. Outside of that, I thanks to the myth uh, for the uh, misfit faction. Uh, we have teamed up with them, I guess, kinda-ish in a way. One day we'll get on them. Yeah. But it's harder to book an appearance with our <laughs> colleagues. <laughs> if you go to their website, uh, you can find all of our stuff, all their stuff. They put out a lot of good different content, nerd stuff, a little bit of just talking. I don't know. I, I personally don't. I still have like yet to actually meet these guys. Nick and Adam are the ones that did everything with them and then collaborated. And I've, I've talked to them for like 10 minutes in a meeting once. Fair. Also, be on the lookout in December on the... Are we released yet? The date of when that's happening? It's the 18th, right? Taskmaster? Presumably. Yeah. Sometime in December on a weekend, we will be doing our Taskmaster live stream. There is a possibility that we will be doing the Taskmaster. There's not a possibility it's happening. What day it's happening on is the questionable part. Hypothetically, you can look forward to something similar to that. To what we've done in the past that has been called Taskmaster. Just do the RAR. Yeah, 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 yeah.